Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bird Game Podcast. Alex Turner here. Don't forget, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. All you got to do is go in the search bar, type in Bird Game. Here we cover everything Eagles, and we truly bleed green. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get on to the episode. Oh, it's the Bird Gang Podcast. Oh, yeah. podcast at nc we in the building with your three biggest philadelphia eagles fans ever assembled we, they call us the bird avengers that's what we do <laughs> all right and i know you're here to laugh that means i'm not alone man that mean i got my crew with me you know who it is a boogie alex turner what up baby yo what up big homie les how you doing baby i'm good brother how you feel good man got that extra hour hope y'all set y'all clocks back you know what I'm saying? Set them back because we about to push them forward because we about to beat Dallas. It's beat Dallas Sunday. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then y'all know what it is, man. We got that goon with us, man. He in the background. He chilling. He low key. But as he says, y'all know the vibe. SB, what up? What up? What up? Yeah, it's Dallas week. I ain't playing no games. No nonsense. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is. It's Dallas week. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That boy seems violent. <laughs> he is violent today, man. He is violent today, but that's what it is, man. Thank you all for listening to the Burger King Podcast of NC pregame show for Dallas Week. Man, you know what it is. It's a big-time game tonight. NFC East, the most historical, the best division ever assembled. Y'all know what it is, man. The only division in the NFL that has a Super Bowl with all four teams. No one else can say that. Factual information. Nobody could ever say that, man. So we got a jam-packed show for you guys. We won't take up much of your time today, man, but rock out with us, man. So some of the things we're going to discuss today, we have some good news. I know every Eagles fan was always upset talking about why are we always injured. But, hey, check it out. Maybe the football guys are smiling on us today because we're getting back Jason Peters. We're getting back Jalen Rager. We're getting back Rudy Ford. Man, we about to do we we about to get some work in today. So we're gonna discuss those players coming back and what we expect from them and their roles today. We're gonna talk about the keys to victory and what we need to do to win the game. All right, we're gonna jump in and talk about the rumor mill, the trade mill, man. We gotta know what's going on because November 3rd is Tuesday. 
Okay, the deadline is 4 p.m. So we're going to talk about that, see if there are any rumors going on for our beloved Philadelphia Eagles. And then last but not least, and this is where Alex is the leader, man. We got to catch up to him. We got to catch up to him, y'all. We talking about predictions. Alex, myself, SB, we're going to give y'all what it is, man. Y'all might want to go to Vegas because what we tell y'all is word. It's gospel. That's what it is, man. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into it, man. Alex, dog. Holla at me, man. We got some players coming back. Talk to them. Bro, hey, I'm happy, man. Look, nonetheless, Jalen Rager, our number one pick in this uh, draft this year, in the 2020 draft, he is clear to play from that torn thumb ligament that he suffered in week two. So I'm, I'm excited to think about the, the what he can do against this Dallas defense. What better game to come back to? Then to come back against the terrible, <laughs> unforsaken, misery, dwindled, dried up Dallas defense. Boy, he going to swart that thing. He going he to have it looking like Arizona in that backfield, okay? <laughs> so I'm excited to see him come back. We also get Dallas Goddard back, who's, I think, one of the best tight ends in the league. You know what I'm saying? As far as you look at where he, his potential is headed, you know what I mean? So um, Jason Peters is coming back, the bodyguard. <sighs> You know, SB and, and Les, we can debate on whether putting him in instead of Malata is a good idea. I don't know. Mm. But uh, TJ Edwards is coming back, Rudy Ford. So I look at it like this is great news for the Eagles, great news for the team, good for the staff that they're getting players healthy. You know, we're trending in the right direction. Now, biggest thing for this game, we need to stay healthy. No more injuries, knock on wood. Let's move forward. And I think bigger – a lot of people don't – what some, you know, and SB will appreciate this, a lot of people are missing is that Nathan Gary is actually oh, on Oh, yeah, injuries. great point. That's right. <laughs> so, hey, everything is working out, SB. <laughs> let me know. All right, now, before I get on – before I get into that part, I'm just going to piggyback on what you were saying. We get back some key important players, and that's going to really help us out. Even if they're not in the groove yet, it adds to our depth. One thing that when we were looking bad at times is because we are so injury riddled, we don't really have the depth that we have. So as you all know, football is a very physical and violent game. So if you can't always, especially with linemen, if you can't always swap out people and get them in and out, get their snaps down so they can stay fresh or whatever, they can tire out. And then sometimes that might be what you see causing those late second and third quarter Blungles that we be having when we start just really messing up. Now we start to get some depth that can really help things out, especially on the offensive line. Now we're not getting much healthier because Brandon Brooks isn't back yet and all of that. We still have backups in key positions on the offensive line. But with Peter's back, what that does is it adds to our depth, especially if he plays a guard position. You keep Malata at left tackle. We're laying back at right right tackle. It's not the kind of line that we really expect expected to have opening day, but or even before the injuries happened to um, Brooks and all of that. But it's very formidable. It's a lot more formidable than what we have been put out this this year. And that's going to be really that's the key to everything because we can you can have all the wide receivers come back. Ertz can come back whenever he does. Goddard can come back whenever he does. Rieger back. All of that, you can have all of that. 
But if you're not protecting the passer, or if you're not making holes for Miles Sanders and Boston Scott to run through, it's a kind of kind of a moot point almost. So as long as we get some stabilization with the offensive line, I think that's just as important as Rieger and all those guys coming back. But trust and believe, I'm very happy to see Rieger come back. It's like <laughs> like that boy got healing powers like Wolverine or something. Yeah. He yeah. really do, bro. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, great statements by you guys, man. And I definitely echo both of you guys' sentiments on him. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy, man. Um, and I'm even more happier that maybe the training medical staff is doing a little bit of a better job than maybe we've given them credit for. Because if this was last year, and the old medical staff, these players will probably be on IR and out for the season, man. So these players are getting hurt, but they're getting them back within a short, you know, relatively short uh, frame of time. And we, we got to be thankful for that, man, because like I said, this could be last year or 2018 where dudes was just out for 30 weeks at a time. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm excited about Dallas Goddard. Um, I'm excited about JP. Uh, I still am unsure where he will play. For me, I think you should insert him at the left. Because my lot is playing. He's playing pretty well. Him continue to build his resume. Okay. Taking him out of that to play the right side is. I, I, I'm not, I don't even understand that, but Hey, I, I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a podcaster. I'm not a coach. So it is what it is, man. But I'm happy for those guys to be back. Rager, it's your time. My guy, you know what I mean? You, you like, like SB said, you got that Wolverine on you. I, I love it, but Hey, come show us why you were the 21st pick in the draft. It's time. All right, let's go. Now we're going to talk about the keys to victory. Okay, of course, we got all those players back, but what does it really mean? Okay, do we need them to come in and save the day, or are we good and just do we need contributions for them? We're going to let SB take the lead on this one. Okay, okay. Keys to victory for this week is very simple just play our game. Go out there and do what we do, what we know we're supposed to do. It sounds very cliche, but sometimes that's, a, that's what it is. In order to do that, we have to have full concentration from our coaching staff. We cannot take this game lightly. I don't care about all their injuries, their record, all their turmoil. That's a team that's in our division, that's a clear rival against us, and a team that has been embarrassed lately. They're going to come out with everything they got, so we need to do the same thing. And the coaching staff has to keep that in mind, put our guys in the right positions, Keep it keep it simple. We know what our weaknesses are. We know what Dallas's weaknesses are. So just attack their weaknesses. Don't try to do too much. Don't go out, go try to go out there and have Carson Wentz throw four hundred yards and four touchdowns. That's not what we need. We need to keep we need to keep the keep the vehicle in the lanes, and we'll be fine as long as we do what we supposed to do. Great point, man. Yeah, just great. Just point. just play our game. Run the ball. Take what the defense gives us, we'll be fine. Defensively, I think I think Jim Schwartz can – he has the potential to mess this up because of their wide receiver. Because of their wide receiver. Because of their, Dallas still has their wide receivers, even though they have 
Ben DiNucci uh, Sopranos extra playing <laughs> playing quarterback this week. Ben but he's he's in the NFL for a reason. And if you let if you let him have open receivers, I, I guarantee you he can hit somebody. So <laughs> Jim Schwartz, don't mess this up. Doug Peterson, don't mess this up. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm gonna touch on that in a second. Hey Boogie, get in there. Yeah, man, SB hit the nail on the head in the coffin, which is the Dallas Cowboys. But look, honestly, man, the keys is simple, man. It's it's really simple to beat to beat this Dallas Cowboys team. There's a big thing that a lot of other people talked about, listened to a few other shows, and I kind of agree with them here as far as Ben DiNucci starting and all the injuries that's played Dallas. There's something bigger than that, okay? And I think it's the number one key to victory. And one other guy, too. But first is that Dallas Cowboys have given up in games, okay? You take it back to the Washington game. You take it back to the Arizona Cardinals mm-hmm. game. After that got hurt, these guys give up mid-game. And if you don't know and you don't understand what I'm talking about, watch the mm-hmm. highlights, man. Watch. Mm-hmm. Watch it. They don't play the same. After a team gets a lead, they're not, they're not closing on tackles. They're not, you know – they're not making adjustments. They're not, you know, it just doesn't look like a team that wants to win the game. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles play all minutes of the game. Until that fourth quarter goes 0-0, 0-0, they're, they're, still, they're still in it. You know what I mean? And that's something that separates us and them, okay? That's all you need to know. All you need to know is that if we play all minutes of the game, we, we finish out all four quarters, we'll be victorious in this. Ben DiNucci, keep talking that talk that you're talking because, bro, I got a few fellas on the defensive line that's coming after you, homie. Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson, okay, Javon Hargrave. But you, you, Derek Barnett, you shouldn't have been talking, bro, but it's too late. You're you going to get that work, okay? And nonetheless, man, so we, we keep fighting. We'll be fine. Again, I'm not worried about all the other specifics. I think Jalen Rager, man, he, he's another key. He is going to put work. Personally, it's just me. But, I, you know, and Les might agree, too, but I think he's going to have a big game. And I think that's something that's really going to help this offense. Our offense is going to open up. as Jalen Rager, bomb, 40 yards or whatever. And then even if he drops it, I don't want him to, but just saying he, he bobbles it, falls down or whatever, or, or catches it and gets a ta- you know, tackled and he doesn't get the TD, you know. But that's going to open this up because they're going to have to respect that. We don't have Deshaun Jackson anymore, mm-hmm. remember that. So – He's going to open all that up. So Carson Wentz, after that play, that might be the I first play. I believe it is the first play. I believe it's a play action. That's what I'm saying. And, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. And then, and then the Cowboys have to respect it for the rest of the game. And then for us, Boston Scott, his job gets easier. Dallas Goddard's job gets easier. Greg Ward's job gets easier. Even Carson's job gets easier. So I think that's the other key is Jalen Rager having a good game. It doesn't have to be an excellent game, but a good game, decent game. They respect them. Cowboys fall because, you know, they just can't they, – they don't fight no more. The fight's gone. So th- those are my keys to victory. Yeah, just to touch on that, when you have point about Dallas quitting. Yeah, they've been quitting the last few weeks. This is a different game, and we cannot count on them quitting. That's what I'm going back to the coaching staff. Them- I count on them to quit, son. Look, look, I'm telling you right now, once Dak got hurt, they just ain't the same team. I give Dak – Dak getting hurt has, has taught me that I give him way more credit then I, and then I originally gave him because I truly believe he is now. We see it. He's the backbone. He's the glue. 
He's the yeah. everything to that locker room. With him gone, they're not even playing the same. I mean, granted, because it's a rivalry, that could – who knows? You know what I'm saying? But I just don't – if the Eagles play the way they've been playing, scoring the last fourth quarter, how many points have they put up in the last – I guess the Steelers, the, the Ravens, the Giants. Like, they've been dropping points in the last fourth quarter. If that happens again, yeah. bro, they're not fighting back. Yeah. I just don't Yeah, my see thing it. is just you this, though. Those – like everybody's been talking about Dallas, just need to mail it in. But those guys in that locker room, for the most part, and they just cut some veterans. But a lot of, I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys in that locker room, they've been hearing themselves and seeing everything on TV, been seeing, hearing and seeing them getting blasted and just crushed all week in the media. I'm, if they got any pride about themselves, they're going to come out this week and, and put up, put up forth some effort. Now, whether it's good effort, that's that's a different story. But they're gonna put forth some effort. So we have to do our part. We can't we can't take it lightly. That's my that's my main thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Again, both of you guys hit the hit the nail on the head. SB, you're right. We cannot take it lightly. I don't care what ESPN or Fox Sports News or NFL Network. I don't care what any of them say. Any of the jokes they crack, I don't care about none of it. You got to take this game serious. Alex is also correct where they give up. And you really see the effect that Dak Prescott has as the leader of that team. And it's, it, it, it's for the whole world to see that Jerry's going to have to open up that wallet, man. He's going to have to pay him. Dak is probably the only player I've seen get hurt and make more money by the game. I've never seen that. <laughs> but that that's what's happening, man. But my yeah. keys to victory are simple. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the players. I'm going to focus on the coaches. Just be, just give an average game plan. That's it. I just want an average game plan. Okay, because I, I'm going to say this, man. I we are Dallas Cowboys are playing a team, and I said that right. I want y'all to follow me. The Dallas Cowboys are playing a team who they can beat due to coaching. And that is, listen, we've all seen it. We've seen the Miami Dolphins games. We've seen the Bengals ties, T-I-E-S. We've tied the Bengals. We, we, we tied the Bengals, and then we got four or five years ago with the same coaching staff, we got blown out by the Bengals. I think they put like a 50-burger on us, Carson's rookie year. Okay? I say that to say this coaching staff, <laughs> they are a get-right staff for the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? So, Doug and Jim, just be average. Okay? Look at your sheet. If you see it's third and five, okay, call a screen. If you don't get it, if it's fourth and two, or whatever the case may be, punt the ball. Okay? Just punt the ball. Let your I defense agree, get on the field and do what they got to do. Jim Schwartz, if it's third and eight, just play a cover one. Just go man, play cover one. Okay? Don't play sticks defense. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Just be average. If you can be average and just be smart, then we will win the game. If you don't, we will lose the game and be the laughing stock of the NFL. Okay? So that's that. That's what my keys to victory. And I'm nervous. And no more Jalen Hurts trick plays, man. Let, bro, them, listen, let them go. Like I said, hey, 
Exactly. Just be average. Just be average. If you're going to put him in, let him run an offensive play that's legit with the threat to run. That's all you got to do. Pass the ball. Run a, You know what would be a great play call really quickly? When you put Jalen Hurts in, let him throw a quick screen. You talk about an RPO, and then once the, the, the running back goes through the motion and Jalen pulls it back, go ahead and dump it off to him like a little screen, just like a little quick flare out. That will kill the defense because they're, they're, they're already expecting him to run. They're already expecting him to run. Put some wrinkles in it, man. Do something. <laughs> but anyway, that's my keys to victory, man. And everybody, listen, we already know it's the first of the month. It's the first of the month for us as well. We got to pay some bills. Everyone take a quick break. Get your quick stretch on. Run downstairs or upstairs or around the corner, grab something to drink, and come on back because we got two more topics we want you guys to stick around for. Be right back. All right, all right, everyone. Welcome back to the Bird Gang Podcast, second half of the show. Got two more topics, man. We're going to talk about some trade rumors, and then we're going to do it, which y'all all been waiting for. I know it. I know y'all have. It's the predictions show. All right, so we're going to get that rocking and rolling. OK, Alex, let's let's talk about this, because this was your topic right here, man. And I think it's important because the trade deadline is right around the corner. OK, so we need to see what do what are we feeling? What are, what are we rumored? There are a couple of rumors out here. So let's go ahead and discuss it. Alex, take the lead. Yeah, OK, so I've been paying really close attention to the what possibly the birds could do, buyers or sellers. Um, you know, it makes more sense for them to be sellers, honestly, because I don't think this team is a Super Bowl team. As much as we love the birds, they're probably not a Super Bowl team this year, a contender, a true contender, at least. You know, you never know. They could surprise, make a little run in the playoffs. But that's the epitome of a win for this season. So if I'm looking at the trades, J.J. or Sega Whiteside, I need him to get swapped player for player, Okay. <laughs> I want us to pick up a linebacker. Um, Oren Burks from the Packers has been rumored, you know, but it doesn't really have to be him. I, I like that guy. He's a young player. He's uh, real rangy. He 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 fits what we need. Um, and I don't think there's a future for him in Green Bay. So, um, you know, we don't have to. We we don't want to give up any draft capital. So if we can go player for player, that's a great trade in my opinion. Howie, if he can get the de- uh, deal done, go for it. And any linebacker that we could fit that role because the linebacker is the one position we don't know what it's going to look like in the future. Okay. There's a lot of uncertainty around that. Now, my second trade I'm really looking at is Alshon Jeffrey. They say they can't get a deal done. They can't find anything, but how you got homies. Okay. You got homies in the NFL, Joe Douglas. That team is just looking like straight, straight cheeks again. Okay. It's, a, it's another year that they don't have an identity. Sam Darnold doesn't look anything like he looked a, a year or two ago. Um, so maybe you can give you can unload Alshon Jeffrey. In that case, we do have to give up a draft pick because Alshon doesn't have a particularly good salary. You know, his uh, contract is terrible. So say we give up a uh, fourth or fifth and we get a uh, sixth or seventh back, depending on what the pick is. But at least we unload Alshon. And the key is we get a pick back. So we move on from Alshon, get a pick back. And the Jets really have no identity. So they can use a player like that. They can use some veteran uh, leadership on their team, they can kind of work from that. And if he doesn't work out in a couple years, they can let go of him. 
but they still need to figure out the quarterback so it won't hurt to add more receivers. Okay. My third person I'm really looking at, at is Malik Jackson. I've heard some rumors that he might get shipped as well. And honestly, with J- uh, Javon Hargrove, uh, Hargrave, excuse me, playing really well, even Derek Barnett is, is playing pretty decent. Sweat, you know, we have a, we have, our defensive line is overpaid right now. We have way too many players getting paid. Malik Jackson, my brother, I'm sorry, but maybe we can fetch a fifth or sixth round pick for you. So um, that's what I'm really looking at, those three players. I hope how we can get the job done, but, you know, he does not need to give up too many draft picks. I want him to gain draft picks or go player for player. That's my keys for the trade deadline. All right, let me jump on that um, Malik Jackson take. Um, I don't want to get rid of him at all because our defensive oh. line is – it's the pretty. It's the strength of our team. We need to keep that intact, especially with losing um, losing Hassan Ridgeway for the year. We don't necessarily. Yeah, again. But let mm-hmm. me ask you this. Let me ask you this, SB. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like it's overpaid position? No, I don't. And also, too, for another reason. For another reason, too. Oh, okay. You don't want to get rid of Malik Jackson right now because I hate to say it, but when the, when the season is over, they might take a hard look at um at Fletcher Cox with the money he's making. So, yeah, you don't ah, – if you okay. do that and then they – because of cap reasons, especially with the cap going down next year, you you end up getting rid of Fletcher Cox. Then the, our strength becomes probably a weakness. So, yeah, I don't want to do that at all. As far as who we, who we could trade for, going back to um, the Alshon Jeffrey, I can see that. And you make, you make some good points with, um, Joe Doug, with the Joe Douglas um, connection with the Jets. And the Jets do have a lot of injuries right now at wide receiver. So if he is ready to go, he can jump in immediately and start playing for them. But as far as compensation, I'm like, what are we going to get back from the Jets? That's that's my main key for that because I don't necessarily know if they have anybody that they're willing to give up that's actually any good that can help us. I don't haven't really studied their situation like that. But as far as um what we – they have the yeah, draft so pick. We had, they, they have the picks yeah. So they maybe have the, trade they got Alshon the cap, for some draft so. picks or whatever. Hey, awesome. Well, it would basically be we have to take a lower. It almost mm-hmm. would be like in the NBA they do those salary dumps where they try to get rid of pretty much player. yeah. Like, it, it's essentially that we're just getting rid of his yeah. salary and in turn we're giving up the player, but we're taking a lesser pick. We're giving him mm-hmm. a pick too, so we'll give him a fifth or get a six back. So. We're eating the cap. Essentially, yeah. we're, they're going to eat that cap, that contract for us, yeah. but we're able to move on from the player. But we have to give up a cap. So that's the only thing I think the way he can get yeah. shipped because we're not going to get a player for player. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to get a yeah. better pick. We're not going to get like The only way I can see that know, happening, happening is if um, they want to have a, another veteran receiver on their team next year for when they get rid of Sam Donald and get a rookie. Even though Sam Donald – Sam Donald is, is good, that, and he Trevor just needs new, some, a new scenery. I think he's better than what than what the Jets are giving him right now. Yeah. He'll do better in another situation. But as far as what we get back from any team in the trade, I spoke on it last week. I don't necessarily want to um, unless we unless we get an offer we can't refuse. I don't want to bring in any more linebackers because we need to see what we have with these young linebackers that we just drafted this year, and. Tomorrow, tonight. I'm sorry. Tonight will be a good, a good test with um with Nathan Gary out. Somebody's gonna step up into the into his spot. I don't know who's gonna start yet, but somebody's gonna step up and get an opportunity to show that they can play. 
So we need to see what we have with those rookie linebackers before we um start bring try to bring in anybody else. And like I said, unless it's a an offer you can't refuse. I see us probably be, like you said, being sellers right now. And for the simple fact, like I said, I don't know if it's anything that we can actually buy right now that's available that, that can help us. Nobody's giving up offensive linemen. Nobody's going to do that right now because you see the way injuries are happening right now. And and I agree, SB. I agree. That's why I moved on from that because I feel mm-hmm. like we got guys coming back. You know what I mean? Like we can get a little healthier. Brandon Brooks, the freak of nature, he could probably come back too. So I don't know if we should really – I think we should focus on that in the draft. That, that's personally my opinion with that. Dillard can still come back and be serviceable. Mulata came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, Dr- Driscoll looks really good. So I'm not worried about that position yeah. so much. It's linebacker. Now, you say let the younger guys start, but there's one younger guy on our team who somehow keeps staying on the team year after year. So I feel like if we could draft somebody or a trade oh, yeah. for oh, yeah. I'm definitely better than Nathan Gary off rip, then it kind of secure, it secures oh, yeah. him not being here or getting cut next season. Yeah, yeah. Or, being, a or being at least a backup, you know what I mean? So that's why – because because Howie doesn't drive defense very well, and they yeah. don't put any draft picks into linebacker. So I look at it like if we're going to make a trade this offseason, this uh, trade deadline, we, we're good everywhere else. We're good at receiver, quarterback, we're good. We're uh, – Offensive lineman, like you said, is probably no one's probably going to be willing to trade. Okay, fine. So let's go with the position that we can maybe possibly make a trade for and that we need is linebacker. But you know what? Ultimately, let me ask you this. Do you feel like a deal mm-hmm. – both of you guys, do you feel like a deal gets I'm done? Le- I wouldn't be surprised if it does because of what basically our track record has been the last few years. But I'm kind of seeing right now standing pat. And maybe it might be because you couldn't get anything done, not that you didn't try to make a trade, but – I just – right now, I don't necessarily see anything happening this year. And I think that's mm-hmm. – that might be a position that I've, I felt differently about a week or two ago. But just right now, I don't necessarily see anything happening. I will say this, though. We didn't bring it up. And I, I don't know if you were going to bring it up or not, Alex, but there was a rumor that we – because of his ties to Jim Schwartz, we could be in the running for Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I saw that, <laughs> and I would love that mm-hmm. because we we talk about it in the in the in the uh, group chat. Yeah, know, I, and I'm like, give the them whatever they want at that point. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, but I feel like once we got uh, Darius Slay, that that kind of dream is dead because then you're basically bringing him in and saying, yeah, you know what, Darius Slay, you've been one of the best CBs in the league. You've been our number one lockdown corner that we haven't had in years. But we're hey, gonna bring up Stephon Gilmore too, just because. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I, I I look at it like that. I look at it like, what's the point of getting Darius Slay? But if they can make it happen, you know, I ain't going to com- – that's one of those trades. I wouldn't complain that it happened. But on the same token, hey, man, I don't I see th- it I say that's something that you do. That I saw them, like, giving up a two this year and a three next year. If they can do that, you do it because that, turn, that turns what was two years ago a weakness on the team into – Maybe the, the strength of the team. You got two shutdown corners. That makes everybody else's job much easier in the secondary. And it it could catapult us to one of the stronger defenses in the league. If you got a chance to do that, you do that. I mean, yeah, yeah. He he. SB is definitely correct there. Um, 
The thing about it though is the, the Stephen the Stefan Gilmore thing. We we just don't have the money, guys. Yeah. Um, we are in such. I, you know, now I do think Howie will get us out of salary cap purgatory um, next year, but it ties into what SB's mentioned earlier about being more sellers than anything. We're going to have to get rid of some contracts, man, and get younger. Um, I wouldn't get rid of Malik Jackson. Um, I, I think he's, I think he's doing okay, and he's not really that heavy on our books. Uh, Fletcher Cox is going to be here for another two or three years. They just restructured his contract, um, so he, he he's going to be around for a couple more seasons, man. Um, hopefully, uh, we just you know we got to understand that his replacement is going to probably need to be drafted next year. That's a good point. Um, fair, f- fairly high either. I, I, Again, for me, the draft order for next year, and I'm already thinking about the draft halfway in the season. I'm I'm sorry. That's just where my head is. I'm looking at offensive line, linebackers, corners, safeties, and another running back. That That's what I'm really looking at. Um, but off, a defensive lineman, uh, preferably interior tackle, needs to be thought about very, very closely in the first or second round. Um, as far as trades, man, if if we were to do something with the Jets, uh, we know Howie and Joe um, have a relationship due to Joe's time here. Um, so, and Alshon is also Joe Jug- Douglas's guy. Um, and also, there's a tie there because of Adam Gase. Alshon had one of his great seasons in Chicago when Adam Gase was the offensive coordinator. That is true. So there's so there's a lot of ties with Alshon to the New York Jets. The Jets also will have about eighty four million dollars in cap space next year, so they can definitely absorb it. Um, if there's anything we can take from them, I would say focus and grab that linebacker Avery Williamson. He he's he's better than any linebacker we got. I, I will definitely say that. But SB also brought up another point. We do want our young backers to grow. Okay, but he is also a very good player. So you can get him in a swap for swap for a player that we have no plans for none. Then you do that. Um, So that's just that's just my opinion on that. But yeah, that that, now if we were if Howie was able to do his magic and somehow get Stefan Gilmore and I'm not even talking from the money aspect. I'm just like if you add him to this team. And at that point, Swartz's defense, we could probably be a top three to five defense at that point because now everything would make sense, okay? He could bring Jalen Mills down in the box to worry about the, 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 the tight end or possibly the running back or whatever the case may be. He can have Rodney McLeod playing a little bit of a robber role, okay? And he can leave Slay and, and, and Gilmore one-on-one with no safety help. He can leave them like that. So that Rodney McLeod yeah, being down exactly. there, that helps us exactly. even more with tight ends. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of stuff, but, you know, like I said, I, I it's – in the box. That's a pipe dream, man. But it's definitely good to think about, man. Um, it is. I agree. Like, it'd be we nice also know that SB, Gilmore would love to would play nice. with Coach Schwartz. So – I mean, just something to think about. Um, speaking of something to think about, it's that time. It's that time, man. Everyone wants to know 
what our predictions are, and we're going to give it to you, man. We're going to give it to you. We're going to start it out with SB, man. And, and just for so you guys know, I believe Alex Alex is leading us right now. He's up by one game because I think he correctly called, I want to say, the Pittsburgh game. Let's go. Um, so he's been, he's up by one on us, man. But we're going to catch Let's him. Let's go. We're going to catch him before the season is over. I promise you that. We're going to get him. Uh, but SB, who, give us your prediction in the school. Yeah, I think it was me? the Rams game that he that gave him the lead over us. I think that's the one it was. But this week, we're going to beat Dallas. I'm looking at it should be something like 34 to 10. That's really where it should be. But I know how we go through, through these offensive lows throughout the game, and sometimes we look, get kind of stagnant. So anticipating that. I'm going to say something about like 24, 10, 27, 10, something like that. We should be scoring close to 40 this game, the way Dallas defense has been playing. But I don't know if we have the consistency on offense to do that. So I'm going to look at, say, something like 20, 20, I'll say 27. I'll give us 27, 27, 10. If they score any more than 10 points or get close to 20, that's going to look bad on Jim Schwartz. All yeah. right, so SB, thank you for that. Uh, just give me uh, – and, and let's go ahead and jump to Alex. Go ahead, Alex. Give me your score and uh, give me your prediction and the final score. Well, um, honestly, you know, <laughs> this is this is a no-brainer. It's one of those games where the Eagles should win. You know, we should win this game. We should win this game handsomely. I, I think back right. to the Jets game last year. I, I talked to you all about that. They were on the third string. They're actually yep, on the second string. Third, yep. Luke Falk. Um, no, they were on the third string QB as well. Um, and they were on the third, yeah. Luke Falk. And that's this, this, with Ben DiNucci, it's the same thing, okay? Our interior line, their mm. offensive line is extremely beat up. It's more beat up than ours, which is which is crazy to say. You know, because I, fo- I feel like the Eagles have always, this whole season, have had a beat up O-line. So, that's the key. Our O line being their our D line being healthy, their O line being not healthy, and then them starting a third string QB. That's enough to let you know that we should win this game. Again, I still think about what Les said. If the coaching blows the game, then it don't matter who's on the field. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's still a rivalry. It's still a uh, you know a, a game where you know there's a lot of a lot on the line, as they say. So I'm going with the birds, obviously. I'm going with – I'm not going 40, okay, because I, 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 I give the Cowboys a teeny bit more respect than that. I'm looking at 30 – 33 to – what the Cowboys going to score? I think they're going to score a touchdown. I think they're going to get a touchdown and a field goal. So I'm going to go 33 to – 33 to uh, – Nice. 10. 33 to 10. Absolutely. Eagles Great on top. stuff, man. Great Secure stuff. Um, for me – I mean, you know, it's no secret how I feel about the coaches, man. Um, the And the coaching for us, I'm going to be honest with you, it makes it an even game. As far as the, all the injuries that Dallas has versus our coaches, okay, it's an even playing field, okay? I'm serious. I, I really believe that in my, in my heart. Um, I think this is a game where Carson Wentz steps up, um, I think he makes plays. I think Jalen Rager gets loose. I I, I, I want to see. I, I think I got a feeling about Hightower and Fogan making some plays as well. I think Hightower gets deep for another 50-yard bomb and a touchdown. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I think I think Fogel, I think Fogel gets some work in, but I think John Hightower Ooh. finds the end zone this game. Um, for me, I, I'm going to keep the offense up a little bit. I'm going to go Eagles thirty. I'm going to go Cowboys thirteen. Okay. Um, so thirty to thirteen, Eagles get the win. Nice. Um, and we go to three, four, and one. Division leaders into the bye week. And would you guys know we will definitely be getting more players back because I think Miles will be back as well uh, for the next Giants game. So we're getting healthy at the right time, man. We're getting healthy at the right time for a stretch run. Um, I, I'm not in the community that thinks we are a Super Bowl team, but if we get in and are playing well, okay. Not playing the way we're playing now, but if we get in our playing well, depending on the matchup, it, it could it could it could get real dicey. It yeah. could get real uh-huh. it could get real dicey depending on the matchup. Because let's say, for example, we get in, we get Chicago in the first round, we can beat them. Okay. And then let's say from there we gotta go possibly and pay play New Orleans or you know. Green Bay or something like that. We can get them. We can get them. Tampa is a whole nother problem. Yeah, we play the Saints then, but they they um yeah. they, oh, we play the Saints Drew too, Brees so is just he his arm, man. He, he's he's, he's, he's it. yeah, he's losing it. It's bad, man. Like I saw him um I'm trying to think who they were just playing, man. He he had to get a running start to throw a twelve yard pass, bro. Like I, I, like I saw him. It was a three-step drop. He dropped back and took three steps. He padded the ball, and then he stepped up twice. Like he was like you doing a shot put. Like you seen them track stars mm-hmm. do a shot put or something. He did that to put like thirteen. Mm-hmm. It was like thirteen or fourteen yard pass, bro. I was like, what? What? So I was like, um. Yeah, you know the other issues yeah, he's yeah, having too yeah. is that Michael Thomas has been hurt a little this year. Yeah. Is his and same with Emmanuel Sanders? He's been out been as well. Iffy, yeah. like his health hasn't been, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he he's they had to rely on uh, Alvin Kamara a lot this year. Facts. So that would be the key. It would be just like if you could shut Alvin Kamara down, keep exactly. him from having exactly. a lot of yards. So that's what I'm saying. Then you look at it. Yeah, we're, go, we're going to be the so, if we're going to be the four seed. You're right. I don't see us overtaking any other division. Leaders right now, so we're gonna be the four seed. That means that first playoff game will be nah. against the five seed. That would be the best wild card spot right now. That team is Chicago, but I do not see Chicago staying in that spot right now. So it could be the Saints, could be the Saints. It could be somebody from out west. Whether that yeah, be, yeah, he, he might not. I don't want no one from out yeah. west. I, I really would want to be the Bears, Saints at minimum. You know, yeah, I mean, in the wild card spot because out west, man, they, they're playing on another level. We we would need we would need a game or two to get right, like have a really good game against the Bears or the Saints, then face a team like that. In my opinion, before if we could take that progression, because I feel like I feel like that's just not. I don't know. We never played well against the Seahawks, anyways. Why why put ourselves in a position where we have to play play them or possibly the and we play the Cardinals later too, so we'll see. 
We played the Seahawks and the Bengals, yeah. so we'll get a good idea. But we also lost to the Rams this year. Yeah, it'll, it'll so be tough, just, man. Like we'll we'll see like how it goes now. We'll see yeah. how it goes now, man. So, hey, thank you guys for uh, joining or listening to the pregame show, Bird Gang Podcast of NC. All right, big game tonight, Dallas week. Okay, it's it's time. It's time. We all three got the Eagles winning tonight. Um so that's what it is. If you want to, um, let Alex let you guys know where you can find us on social media. That's right, Bird Gang Nation. It's Beat Dallas Week. Okay, big game tonight, Sunday Night Football, prime time. Let's go. If you like what you hear, check us out easily. Check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. And Spotify or wherever else you uh you stream your podcast from, whatever platform we're there. Type in Bird Gang Podcast and listen, like, subscribe, share the show. Okay, you got an Eagles fan, that's a brother, cousin, mother, you know, best friend. Hey, best friend, go best friend. Send send them the link. Okay, share, share the Bird Gang Podcast because you know what? Absolutely, Every absolutely. SB, anything Be you want to toss in there, boss? You already know what it is. It's Dallas Week. We cannot lose this game. I'm sure every single one of us has friends or family members who are Dallas fans, whether they want to admit it right now or not. And you know that I, I know personally know of some Dallas fans who uh, say, I'm quitting them. I'm not with them no more. It's, I'm sick of them. But let them win tonight and watch watch how they act. So we can't have that. We can't we can't have that. Bro, we can't have that. Bro, you know that. There. You know how the Cowboys fans do. We don't boys. Man, on, man. After, after we, I'm go. I'm not even gonna put that out there. After we win tonight, don't let up on them. Don't give them a pass because of everything they're going through. Mm-mm. Give it to them. No, uh, yeah, they didn't even give. Not. They didn't they even give us any. Who's hurt last they year? They were bragging about the six to zero win on New Year's Day 2018. They were bragging about that game. Oh, you talking about our Super Bowl year? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The six-zero right. game. That's right. <laughs> yeah, third. Yeah. Yeah, when they, they won, they won. Game. We had backups so, in. Y'all know they almost didn't win that yeah, game. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So thanks, guys, for tuning in and listening to us, man. Without you guys, we wouldn't have anything. And, and listen, subscribe, rate us. Leave us feedback and let us know what you think, man. We try to keep the show as authentic as possible and bring you the Eagles content that you guys look forward to. But y'all know what it is. Y'all know what's going down tonight. I don't need to say anything else. But until then, Bird Gang, we out. Peace.